name is Myrtle and welcome to the Confidence Fighter for Love. Each week I'll be discussing what it means to have confidence and how you can grow. Hello, and this week on The Confidence Fighter for Girls, our special guest is Claudia. Claudia, please can you tell us a bit about yourself and your story? Absolutely. Uh, so my name's Claudia. I'm a third year student at King's College in London, studying German and history. I should be on my year abroad at the moment, but due to COVID, I'm waiting <laughs> until um, I'm allowed to go. So I'm having an interesting year. I have a lovely close family that live in Wiltshire. And in my spare time, I love reading about intersectional feminism and also running the social media for the social enterprise Bold Voices. And I also love to play netball and I do so at university. Do you like being tall? And have you ever been treated differently because you are tall? I absolutely love being tall. Um, I love that it makes me stand out and be different. And it also does help a lot with the netball. I am a shooter. (laughs) Yeah, I think I have been treated differently. I think definitely when I was younger at school, there was a little bit of bullying, a little bit of teasing, nothing, nothing too horrible. I must say actually that I'm incredibly lucky that despite being taller than six foot, I'm a reasonably slim woman so I didn't kind of suffer any of the further bullying kind of the typical um, nastiness at school but there was definitely people noticed that I was a lot taller than the average girl but I think since having kind of grown up and left school I love I love being tall now I think I only experience difference in a positive way which is incredibly lucky I love standing out um, from the crowd and it does help actually with a lot of daily tasks and as I said I wouldn't be able to play netball in the same way if I wasn't as tall so definitely helps (laughs) are you ever self-conscious about being different because you're tall Um, I definitely was when I was younger. I used to really slouch and I was very self-conscious about how I looked and other people only seeing me from a very short angle and and not being and always having to crouch down in photos but I think now I I really embrace it I've also found a couple of tall friends which definitely helps I don't feel so different all the time but yeah no I I think I've outgrown it I think I grew up and I realized that also you only look taller if you slouch so stand up tall (laughs) why did having friends that um, supported you and you felt the same as helped you? I think it's important when you feel so different to people to have friends who understand how you feel. And I think when I met a couple of tall friends from netball, we all understood what we'd been through together. You know, I mean, clearly there are a lot of people go through far worse things, but just the kind of small insecurities that you have when you are really tall at quite a young age it's it's quite nice to have someone to laugh about with and kind of talk about it um, and not have to crouch down in a photo. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's because you understand what you've been through. Do you think there was a time when you changed your view about your height and your self-confidence? Do you know what? I think after my GCSEs, I went into sick form and I remember we didn't have to wear uniform anymore. We could wear slightly more relaxed, some suits and business wear, they said. And I think... I became a bit more assertive. I could wear clothes that fitted me properly. My school uniform wasn't the best, um, as I think for most people it's not. And I kind of realised I wasn't so bothered about looking perfect. 
I loved the academics of A-levels and I loved, I started playing club level sport um, for netball and I really just kind of embraced who I was. I remembered to stand up tall properly. It was a real turning point. And I think, yeah, I would definitely pinpoint kind of 16, 17. Do you think it was because you were you were enjoying the other stuff so much you had kind of forgotten about being tall and being different? Yeah, I think I kind of made a personal decision to embrace the body that I have and the difference that it is. And I think I recognised that I was never going to get anywhere if I was constantly thinking about how I was tall and how I was different from other people. I think you can, I think it's best to embrace that difference and kind of use it to your advantage and see where it takes you. What do you tell yourself when you're feeling scared and worried and when you need to do something? I always tell myself that there is something more terrifying than you could be doing right now. And I always try and pick out the one positive thing and build on that and say, it could be worse. There might not be that one positive thing there. So yeah, find the one positive and focus on it is what I'd say. Why do you think that helps your mind get away from what's about to happen? I think focusing on the positive turns the situation into more of a positive experience I think if you're not focusing on your anxiety or on what could go wrong or on on how you're feeling scared if you're focusing on the one positive thing and the one thing that you know you can do right then you'll be fine (laughs) do you have a special motto or saying that you tell yourself regularly on a daily basis yeah so I actually have it written in my notes on my phone it's uh from Maya Angelou and it's people will forget what you said people will forget what you did but people will never forget how you made them feel and I think always I've worked in customer service a lot and I know that a smile and a have a nice day goes a long way and even a gesture as small as that really changes people's perceptions of you and it's really really important to just kind of even if you're having the worst day just to give a smile and wish someone a good day who encourages you when you don't want to do something i probably my siblings i have an older sister and brother and a lot of the time maybe maybe when i was younger it's a lot of competition they're kind of inadvertently encouraged me to do a lot of things Um, But also now it's very positive. I work a lot with my sister, actually. So we're very, um, we're very close in that sense. And she constantly encourages me on a very small scale to do things. Um, But it's a lot of positive encouragement, actually, that I get from them. Maybe from competitive um, streaks, but yeah. (laughs) What do they tell you? How do they encourage you? I think... The most effective thing that they tell me is that I can't do something and then you can consider it done. <laughs> if someone says to me I can't do something, I think, yeah, it, I will make it my priority to get it done. <laughs> what is the boldest thing you've ever done throughout your life? Um, I'd say the boldest thing I've ever done is... So when I finished school, I took a gap year um just I had my place at uni but I think I just wanted some space to breathe I took school very seriously um so I kind of needed some time to chill out a bit I think Mm -hmm. um and I was just I was working for a while to earn some money and I couldn't decide on where I wanted to go and 
kind of do something productive. And I eventually decided on going to China for three months to um, au pair for a family and look after a, um, a young a girl who was about six years old and they didn't speak any English so I also studied Mandarin whilst I was there during the day when when she was at school um and they didn't speak any English and I couldn't speak any Mandarin I don't think he I even knew Ni Hao before I went there um and it was quite a small city in China Hangzhou so um yeah I think it was very bold I cried the whole way there on the plane but I think it was the best thing I ever did why do you think that built your confidence and how you felt about adventuring? Um, I think it built my confidence. And actually, it's interesting when you say, what do you tell yourself when you're scared? I always think it could be worse. It could be, I had one experience when I was in China and I was in a room, I sat around a table with about 25 um, people all speaking very fluent Mandarin. Um and I couldn't understand anything. And I knew that they were kind of, it was all family. It was around Chinese New Year. So it was a very nice environment. But I kind of knew that they were talking about me and they found it quite interesting that I was there with them at Chinese New Year. But I couldn't understand anything that was being said. I couldn't say anything in the conversation. I couldn't add anything. There was such a huge language and cultural barrier. And I remember just wanting to curl up in a ball and cry and I've never felt more out of place um, than I was kind of in that moment. So I think I kind of look back on those memories and I feel like I was very bold in those moments to kind of stick it through and stumble through some sentences and quite broken Mandarin. And now whenever I think, you know, when I started university and I was nervous, I kind of just had in the back of my head, well, I'll never be as out of place as I was when I was there. And I'll never have a cultural and language barrier as I had when I was there, you know? I, I think that's almost what I tell myself when I'm scared as well. It will never be as bad as how scared you were when you went when you went away in your gap year. Why did you decide to go away on your gap year to China? <laughs> My parents always laugh when I get asked this question um, from family friends because the main reason why I decided to go was during the process of choosing something to do my parents kept on trying to sway my decision and I think China is one of the only countries that I could have gone to that they knew nothing about and they could give me no pointers no tips on what to do no help with the language nothing I think they were possibly more scared than I was that I was going for three months when I got back my mum said she hadn't had a good night's sleep in three months until I was back home under her roof so I think I kind of wanted to do something that was so out of the box, something that I'd always be able to talk about when I'm older. Um, I actually loved it so much, I decided to go back again last year um, to university, actually, in the summer. Yeah, I think I decided to take it because it was a bit out there. It was something that might make my parents squirm a bit. And I personally felt as well, I'd never been properly scared of anything in my life. I love public speaking. I didn't find exams. I was so lucky at school. I didn't find exams too scary. And I really wanted to do something that kind of pushed me outside of my comfort zone. And I mean, it worked, I think. (laughs) (laughs) What is the biggest achievement you've ever made? And did it involve any sort of risk? Do you know what? I'm not a huge risk taker. And actually, speaking to you before this, I've kind of realised that maybe that that would be my advice to myself when I'm younger. Take more risks, have a bit more fun. I think 
I have a lot of maybe classic big achievements of when I was very lucky at school to do really well, um, kind of get to the uni that I wanted to go to. I'm also incredibly proud of everything I did in China, um, learning the language and the same kind of at uni, I think. Do you know, I don't think I could pinpoint one big, at the moment, my biggest achievement is balancing three jobs and uni. (laughs) So I could say I'm proudest of that at the moment. Maybe there'll be something in the future. Who inspires you to be you? I think I take inspiration from everyone around me. I like to think that. I like to think that, for example, I get some, my boldness from my mother. She's a very bold woman. Hopefully some stoicism from my father. He's, yeah, that's, I would hope to take on that. And from my siblings, I think their work ethic and ability to kind of balance different aspects of their life and their kind of, always striving to be top-notch people (laughs) um yeah I like to probably my family actually we're a very close unit but also all of my friends yeah I think a lot of people (laughs) to finish off with what advice would you give to your younger self now that would help you then Mm -hmm. I think I'd say don't be afraid to be yourself and have some more fun (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Claudia, for joining me today. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, I really appreciate a rating and review. And don't forget to subscribe. See you next time.